0: Back to the Beast Gang podcast. We're going to talk about Fast 9 again because other people in the Beast Gang have seen it. But, Keith, how do you feel about Fast 9?
1: I went into this with suspension of all disbelief. The physics that happens in the Fast and the Furious franchises, it's its own brand of physics. But I couldn't get sold on this one. It was definitely better than Hobbs and Shaw. Definitely better than Tokyo Drift.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, To a certain point. I liked the flashback about Dom. The story was like the whole magnet cars, like that broke everything. Like by that time I turned off my brain, but I was just like, this can't. And I think the part where they just lost me completely was when Ludacris and Tyrese are floating in space. I was just (laughs) like, Jesus Christ, I can't. Like I watched it with my wife and... That's hilarious. she, She was... Or the like, the, the disgust in her voice. It's like, are these negroes in space? <laughs> She's literally like, wait, are these negroes about to go flying in space in a car in <laughs> a Pontiac Fierro? <laughs> and they were in space. The dude, he did a power slide in inertia. with no gravity. <laughs> Tyrese grabbed the wheel, did a power slide to the damn space station. I'm just like, I'm done. I could I washed my hands of the whole thing. I'm one who just caught talking up the silliness and that it was good, enjoyable popcorn fun, but it got a little too dumb for my taste. And plus the action, I, I have to say that the action sequences were a little, they're not up to Jess and Lynn's normal standards.
0: Yeah. And I would probably say that one in Brazil, I guess one, they were trying to cross a bridge that was falling. Which, yeah, I mean, again, throw logic out the window, throw the physics out the window. That, right. Yeah, you know, I just can't really get a hold of that one. But then it, the car flying off the cliff and then all of a sudden getting the tasso plane. Then a plane comes in and picks up. And it's like, wow. Yeah, it's like a video game cut scene at that point. Yeah, it was just like, what?
1: It all started with the whole, the runway that was a hundred mile runway.
0: Yeah, it and you could, 20 minutes for
1: the fight. Yeah, you can kind of disbelieve that. It's kind of like, eh, stuff's happening. Multiple camera takes. It's not a big deal. Just enjoy it. So you're kind of like, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm just going to enjoy the ride. And I, I was just like, what is going on with this? The story was just all over the place. I'm not sure where they're going with thing. I get the story. The that he, he hasn't mentioned in eight movies. Well, there's a reason why he didn't mention them. Because, you know, his brother killed his father.
0: The black sheep of the family. Yeah, pretty much. Damn
1: but it. it turns out his brother goes off to become a spy, working for like that was like and I'm also like, working what? for Mister
0: Nobody first of all. <laughs> <Like it's, laughs>
1: and the reason nobody really picked Dominus Crew was because of his brother was a badass. It's like what? I mean, and then they were all forgiven, and it's kind of like well, I don't understand this. And
0: it's all about family, uh, Keith. Got to sit around the table girl on the barbecue, and talk about family. But, Dick Mike, would you care to retort?
2: I already said I was staying on the damn mountain by myself. And <laughs> there I stand, <was> man. <laughs> am the Jesus statue in Brazil on top of the mountain
3: looking uh, down at all the hate.
2: Like I said, <laughs> if you like ate at all, and I'm literally saying at all, a human being grabbed a rocket, <laughs> not a grenade, not a bomb and defuse it, a motherfucking rocket and turned it with his bare hand. All shit is out the window. You should just sit back and enjoy the damn movie for what it is. I thought it was fucking action-packed. I enjoyed it because, again, I go (laughs) on expecting the most lunacy, the absolute lunacy, the heights of it, each time. And they deliver. You thought it couldn't get no worse? Damn it. We're going to go even bigger. Like I said, damn physics, damn logic, why did you even come in and see that? If you don't want to hear about family, this ain't the movie you watch. You, know what it is. you literally know what it is. So if you walked in expecting anything different, that's your ass. Because you should have known what you were paying to see. I was not disappointed. I was perfectly cool with it. And my boy Han came back. And even though that didn't completely make sense. <laughs> I outside down, dying and getting blown up. Fuck it. I thought he got
0: shot, too. So it just didn't make sense. Hey. Hey,
2: like I said, logic has been out the window a long time ago. I'm all with it. The fact that Mia showed up and Brian apparently is just sitting at home with the kids still don't make sense. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. I know what it is. I know what it is. Damn it. Bring on 10. Bring on 11. Wrap it up. They're trying to do the Marvel thing. If you ain't figured it out, the only thing that's holding shit up now is the Rock. Basically said he ain't coming back no matter what. So,
0: and those are the most successful know? movies that Fast and Furious series. Are mostly five was starring amazing, starring him. But yeah, but go ahead and finish your point, Mike.
2: Yeah, i don't say. I mean, they're clearly trying to do like the Marvel thing. Like we're gonna bring back everybody and ever. Like, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it just Elba shows up in the next one. Everything's just out there. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Wouldn't shock me if they do a computer-generated version of Paul Walker. I'm expecting whatever. I just know The Rock say, look, good luck to them. Ain't no way in hell He coming back. So I don't know what happened with him and Vin Diesel, but he done pissed off the biggest moneymaker in Hollywood now, so it is what it is.
0: But, well, they're kind of in the same lane, so that has something to do with it.
2: I don't know. Maybe Tyrese gets superhuman strength now from a serum or some shit. Who knows? But, like I said, I- I'm still going to go see it because, again, to expect. I'm not looking for nothing different at all. So again, for the last time, I will stand on the Fast Nine Mountain by myself in all glory. And I'm cool with it. Like, oh. i stand there by my damn self.
0: Talking about family. I'm like
2: what's I Gun at this point, throwing out shots. Boom, 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 boom,
0: boom. <laughs> <laughs> West I gun is basically Tony the Yale man, and Cavajana so combined.
2: Stop hating on guns. Boom, boom, boom! Rock and Fear God joggers motherfucker! I don't even jog. That's a bar, Barry. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. He ain't got nothing else. He got that
0: one. Flow is not good. Like, I don't understand how the rap gods bless your brother, but not bless you. Something should just rub off on you, but never mind. Been in a butcher for life. <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Diddy Conway. Shit.
0: Yeah. But, uh, Keith, any other thoughts about fast nine take
1: a step back and look at the action sequences they're putting together i i understand they want to go big and get louder and louder but it's kind of moved away from the cars and what they can actually do the sixth one right the one when Letty came back like that whole sequence with no cg cars in that like this one i think it was
0: all cgi i guess at some point but i think between the globe hopping Just kind of nonsense Because again. I think I brought this up on the original podcast where I think they had Vin Diesel face off against about 12 assassins. And then Vin Diesel (laughs) is looking at Letty like, Letty just hawks up and starts beating off like 12 dudes. I'm like, huh? Train killers, manhandling them.
1: Dom
2: is invincible. What haven't you learned yet? He survived. Yeah, what
1: was that? And then he fell. yeah, but didn't he Talking rip down garage. the? He ripped down a concrete support beam, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, what? What? Like, yo, uh, Captain America yes. couldn't do that.
3: Superhuman <laughs> strength.
2: Right. What are you getting? Thank
1: Full-blooded
2: you, Italian and black. <laughs>
1: Doing whatever
2: the fuck you want to do. Yes, the lunacy of it all. Turn your brain off. Take a break from reality. Damn it, it's a good thing. It's like getting high without doing the drug. can say.
0: <laughs> Big Mike is a staunch supporter of the Fast and the Furious series. And. Uh, By my damn self. Being the second one was not good. The first one's fine. Fifth one's fine. Fourth one's okay. That sixth one, I don't have a lot of memories about it. But I do remember Letty coming back. The other one. but
2: Don flies through the air and catches Letty mid-air over a bridge. See what I'm saying? See the lunacy that's been happening for years?
1: Okay, was, he didn't fly. That was physics, all right. Nah, I believe he that physics. flew, damn it! Hey, Man he That was centrifugal force. Here. And then and hit the damn
2: car hood with no scratches.
1: He basically absorbed the impact. Because it's Luke Cage.
2: Stop trying to tell me his physics. The shit made no sense. So my wife looked at me in the movie theater like, "What the fuck just
3: happened?" I'm like, "Damn it!
2: Throw the logic out the window. We've been here already." <laughs> Paul Walker said pockets ain't empty because logic went out the window then. When we were done, they even brought back Bow Wow, damn it. Do you see the shit that they're doing?
1: Oh, yeah. Bow Wow. That dude did not look right. Like.
2: (laughs) Age attrition. Child support payments.
1: Yeah. Badness little boy. All that. And and Lucas Black. That dude looked like he was a tweaker, man. I was like, what the hell? Bow Wow's retired. He's still got money. He's still no, doing it. Uh, uh, he had to keep serious, right?
0: He needs money. <laughs> He's out of it. Yeah, I mean, it was that one... He I think he,
2: his hairbrush line and his sponges are doing the ultimate.
0: I mean, it was that one thing. Where I guess he was faking that he was on a jet or something.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, that shit was hilarious.
0: He had posted an Instagram photo of him being on a jet, but it was like actually he was on a...
2: He also faked a yacht, and they did like a pan out shot. Somebody caught and it was like a bayliner. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I think the plane he was actually on a uh, a commercial flight, and then someone on the flight that he was on posted the photo of him sleeping. <laughs> but yeah, I me mean, Bow a is probably doing something at some point. But but all right, so let's move on to Snake Eyes. Matt, what do you think of Snake Eyes?
3: I like Snake Eyes. It was nowhere as absurd as the previous GI Joe movies. Uh, was, GI Joe,
0: was, what was that second one? The Hold the on one
3: with the Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, like the Dwayne one Johnson.
0: that they were like sword fighting on the side of a mountain. Which one? Yeah. Was that? That, was uh,
1: a, that was that was revelation. revelation. Was it was it Revelations or yeah, Revitalization? Revelations.
2: revelations or Revolutions.
1: Yeah, it was more Bruce Willis was the, the original Joe. The original G.I. Joe and which didn't make sense to me, but that's cool.
3: Go ahead, Matt. I mean, it had drama, it had suspense, it had martial arts. Although some of the Scenes reminded me of you remember that video game that came out, it was either on the far uh, the Xbox called Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, I remember that, where it's like, okay, one guy fighting 20 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, remember that. I think, I think so they had one too many scenes of those.
1: Really, good
3: lord, yeah. I think there's one too many scenes of, of that particular uh, situation. Along with, I like the fact that they didn't force feed any of the other GI Joe characters. I mean, they were there, had their impact, and then they left. It was a little bit deviation from the source material. I know a lot of folks are saying, hey, well, face is supposed to be burnt up, he's not supposed to talk, oath of silence or, what, or vocal cords ripped out or something of that nature. But again, this isn't the same Snake Eyes as the ones that you've previously known. And it wasn't all action conflict with the character, why he did what he did. as Storm Shadow, he had some very good acting scenes And even though the movie was called Snake Eyes, I think Storm Shadow kind of took the movie. But it was okay because it was a pleasant thought. And this whole time you're thinking that Snake Eyes is like the good guy? He was a dick. I mean, everyone was like, oh, he's awesome, blah, blah, blah. No, he's a dick. He's responsible for everything in that movie. Everything that happened in that movie was all his fault. So I can see why Storm Shadow is angry as hell as he is. But overall, good movie. I enjoyed it. I would definitely watch it again. Uh, anybody that enjoyed G.I. Joe growing up, outside of the corny cartoons, although I enjoyed that as well, I think they would thoroughly enjoy this movie. Although there was a CGI scene where I'm just like, really, this is what is happening? I'm not a very big fan of that particular scene, but it's, it is what it is. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And uh, what score would you give it if you want to give it a score?
3: I'd give it an eight. I'd definitely watch it again. Matt, I wouldn't have casual. to wait for it. There's too many eights. <laughs> Stop going mm-hmm.
0: so too many eights, but go ahead.
3: I liked it. I, I really, I seriously liked it. At first, I was like, uh, first five minutes. I was like, oh, okay. I won't actually fall asleep in the movie theater with this. And I actually saw it like midday on Saturday. But All yeah, right, good movie. I liked it. I wish someone else would watch it so I can talk about their points of view, but hopefully someone will.
1: I love G.I. Joe. More than I love He Man Masters in Universe. So, I, does this ruin my childhood? <laughs> I, can't, I can't take anymore. You know, I heard are so many conflicting reports about this thing. Uh, well,
0: I, I mean, the trailer was underwhelming. I will say that the critic score is not good. I mean, also, another critic score that's not good is Space Jam, which I can agree with. It's not completely terrible. I mean, I'd probably give it like a five, but I mean, LeBron James has commercial level acting throughout the whole movie and is tired of reboots at this point go ahead and finish your point keith
1: i don't think i can take any more of my childhood getting trashed on but snake eyes at some point does he go mute does he become no. Snake guys where he's like because i mean snake eyes didn't talk because he couldn't talk yeah he wore a mask for a reason it was couldn't talk and he was the man of mystery stuff. so i guess the mystery's revealed
3: believe it or not he never wore a mask there was a couple of scenes he wore, but not the iconic mask that you and I are aware of. I don't think it would be possible for them to drive the plot if he didn't talk in this particular case. But then again, you know what? He wasn't a part of G.I. Joe at that time that the movie was at. So I know everyone's like, oh, well, he's not supposed to talk. His face is supposed to be disfigured, blah, blah, blah. This is like early, early. This is way before he joined G.I. Joe. So, I mean, something might happen between this movie and the next movie or the next G.I. Joe movie.
0: I I doubt Hmm? if it gets another movie. (laughs) I doubt doubt if it gets another movie. I mean, I I really seriously doubt that they will get another movie.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if they end up doing, like, a G.I. Joe universe, to be honest with you. Like, origin story of I don't know who they would pick, to be honest with you. The first
0: problem is that when you put origins in the title... Of a movie, i.e., X Men Origins: Wolverine.
3: <laughs> oh God, that was horrible. You can probably that guarantee that it might movie. not
0: be good. It might not be good. I'm just saying it might not be good. Uh, the
3: guy from uh The Raid was in this movie too. I was like, oh, okay. And the
0: last time I might have saw him was Mile Twenty Two. That was movie was trash.
3: Well, I hope someone watches it so that we can discuss it. Because uh, I, I might enjoyed get around. It. To I'm probably gonna check it out.
0: Yeah, I'm probably gonna check it out. Uh, I might at get some around point. to it. It's like, between that and Space Jam, like, eh.
3: You don't have to turn off your brain for this movie, though. Except for, like, a five-minute scene where I'm like, huh? CGI? Oh, God, no.
0: But, Big Mike, is there any news? I think I saw something about that, whatever, Michael B. Jordan woke Superman thing, being whatever the heck he is. Yeah, Zion I know that's been developed Superman. for
2: HBO Max. I'm going be honest, I didn't even read the article. I was like, whatever. <clears throat> I don't really care <laughs> about <laughs> that, so... I'm be honest, I didn't even read that. I can't ever remember her name. The black girl, she's from a show that was I think was on Netflix.
0: That yeah, she's supposed to be the new Batwoman. No, I'm not even talking about that. I was actually
2: going to Black Panther too. Okay. Um,
0: uh yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I saw that article. Yeah,
2: she got cast and then somebody had an interesting theory that they think she's gonna play somebody from the comics that froze Killmonger's body and saved him when he was supposed to be dead. And I kind of laughed because I told you,
0: yeah, that's um, the only direction they can go in. Like, really, that's
2: about the only direction you can go in if you're not, you know, if you decide you're not going go to go the Shuri route. Which, like I said, as far as we know, they're still on.
0: like you not try to kill everybody. <laughs> like, I can understand it, but that dude was like, "Burn it all, burn it all."
1: <laughs> Pretty much, he's a little too hardcore for. uh that, but I mean, I think they've listened to the wrong people with that with them not wanting to recast like. I mean, Marvel's got a problem, and that problem is that their characters are identified by the actors playing them. Yeah. So at some point, they're going to want to revisit Iron Man.
0: If there's another Iron Man, I'm just going to see Robert Downey Jr. I mean, Captain America, that's a little different, because they actually did do some proper arcing for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to see somebody else as Thor. I'm not going to see anyone else as Hawk, being the original Hawk and the original Thor.
2: Just to touch on the Iron Man thing. So, you know, they got the Iron Heart series that's supposed to be coming up. Yeah. With Don Cheadle. But then, last I heard, they're still planning on introducing Iron Man from the comics now, which is the young black girl. I'm going to say her name is Riri. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iron Heart. Yeah. So I think Robert N.J. is supposed to come back and possibly be an AI for that. So, I mean, you know, they don't... Well, wouldn't that be the...
0: uh, I guess, wouldn't that be the Black Widow problem? They don't want that to be overshadowed by the presence of one character? Yeah.
2: But the only reason why I would disagree with it in this instance is, in the comics, he was an AI for her from the beginning, because I had, like, the first early issues when I started reading it.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, So it would make sense to have it in this, but I mean, honestly, the only issue I have with it is, again, it's them trying to check off a box and
1: yeah, another
2: female character and that whole white board thing.
0: Yeah, it's but, not you know, as Disney does not have enough princesses.
2: <laughs> right. So, there's that. Vincent D'Onofrio apparently is back. So, for, he will show up in the series soon.
0: For, he's being Kingpin?
2: Kingpin again. All right. Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And rumor is he's going to show up in Hawkeye.
0: And didn't you say something, Matt, about the dude, probably Cox, that plays Daredevil?
2: Because you know he's supposed to show up in No Way Home, at least in like one scene, and now I heard that it's possible it might even get cut. Oh, so he may not show up until later God. in something else.
0: Oh, geez. Come on. He you know, probably got know. in shape for that. <laughs> There's
2: no trailer for that. so people are pissed.
0: Because I guess we didn't really talk about the end of Loki. As well. Uh, we need to talk about it. How do you feel about the end of Loki?
2: I mean, I liked it. Listen, I sent y'all the message after I immediately as I watched it, it just said, Chest, not checkers because everybody else kind of sad how far back DC is now because like, looking at just how Marvel executes everything, I'm like number one, the series was good, but then literally in the season finale to basically create your multiverse. And it makes sense. I'm like, again, like, <laughs> How y'all gonna catch up? He brought the villain for the next few movies, Kang, the Conqueror. He shows up, forewarns the dude. Hey, you don't wanna do this. Cause the other versions of me, the multiversal version, is gonna start a war. you don't want none of that. And of course, Loki does what he does and does it anyway. And first thing he did, I love the line when he went to see you soon. And I'm like, oh shit, really? And there you go, all hell's breaking loose. And I'm just like, look, again, Marvel, for whatever reason, is just really good about executing. The fact that Kevin Feige came out after the episode and said that they're having meetings to address the rules of the multiverse, so no one goes astray or messes it up going forward, just shows you the level that they want compared to everybody else. That's it. To me, it was a great episode. I don't really see anything that I would have had them change. Like I said, it was good. I'm already looking forward to season two of Loki. And more importantly, I'm looking forward to see what the hell's about to happen with everything that's about to go down. I don't care about Shang-Chi. I don't even care about Eternals. Just get me the Spider-Man because <laughs> that's the next inkling of multiverse type related stuff. And then you're going to hit me with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. That's it. I'm good with those two. You don't need Shang-Chi or Eternals. I will see him, but I'm not overtly hyped about him at all. Because what
0: movie like, would be after Doctor Strange? We know Shang-Chi and the um, Eternals so are before that.
2: Love and thunder?
0: I mean, I guess I could touch on something towards the end of the movie, man, because it has to be about Natalie Portman, so.
2: Yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about that, too. As much as I like Ragnarok and feel like Thor's kind of caught his footing, I'm just like, you kind of know Hemsworth is about to roll. The best way I can put it is Shang-Chi, Eternals, and even Thor, Love, and Thunder now feel like Captain Marvel. Or Ant-Man and the Watch. Like,
0: they're just out of place we're going to put for... it out there
2: just to make some money, but it's like a space filler almost.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're just out of place for the overall arc of whatever's going to happen. They'll just show up in a Avengers Endgame style end fight.
2: <laughs> yeah, like it should go No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, Ant-Man, Quantumania. Because Kang is a villain for that. It should just literally go to those three. And just go for it like that. These other movies, like I said, I don't know what they're supposed to build towards. Maybe they're going to touch on the whole cosmic aspect that they're supposed to give Even in Shang-Chi, I doubt it has anything to do with cosmic.
0: Yeah, it's Possibly probably spiritual. Yeah, yeah,
2: so... I don't know. As much as they had a misstep with Black Widow, to me, it's like they got right back on, straight and their they right back on
0: track again. Yeah, I mean, Black Widow is just a bad choice for a lot of stuff. I mean, it just didn't need to happen like that. But Matt
1: Keefe... I did see the Loki episode. Overall, the series gets to nine for me. The last episode, I thought Kang... I didn't like his personality. He kind of talked around the subject. I picked up that he was Kang the Conqueror. And I was just like, oh, okay, here we go. I'm like, And then he just kept babbling and going on and on. I mean, I understood what he was going with, but I was like, I'm not for the whole quirky villain. I mean, I like, got one funny man and, and that's Loki. Let him crack the jokes and have this kind of quirky, just came off as really goofy to me. But I understand that that was just one iteration of him. He was going on about how it was much, much more and the ramifications I don't think like a lot of people know who Kang to Conquer because he's not as popular as Galactus. But I was like, and oh, or- yeah, exactly. So the showrunners, or and Feige, put Kang up there as the guy who literally destroyed universes and made one universe. That's Kang. Kang to Conquer was like that, but he's not that popular. So I'm, the fact that they're pulling him in like that, I'm impressed with that. I like the actor who's playing Kang. I don't know if he's going to be playing Kang in the other movies and stuff. but Yeah, he's moving forward. Oh, all right. Well, so uh, hopeful that we'll get a little more. If they're trying to build him up, Kang up, as being a big bad like on Thanos' level, his intro and in Loki did not help, help sell that. For the Loki show, he was fine. For the Marvel Cinematic Universe moving forward, he needs a little more work. That's the only detraction I can take away from that. Um, other than that, the episode was perfect. I'm sad to see the showrunner not coming back. Didn't make sense to me. I'm not sure why she's not coming mm-hmm. back or what beef she's got. But I would put her up as a poster child for diverse casting showrunner for Marvel property because she respected the hell out of loki and the characters and the material because all this stuff was pulled straight from the comics. like if you wanted to learn more about the tva and loki and what was going on and everything even the female loki all you had to do is go back and reread some comic books and you would have picked up on just where she was coming from sylvie evolved to be a completely separate character she's not the female loki she's sylvie she's not the enchantress from the comic books she's sylvie She's a phenomenal character. I love the whole very aspect that Loki is such a narcissist that the only woman he will ever love is a female version of himself. It fits his character to a T and I'm just hoping and just wishing that he comes back to the MCU and he and Thor get together and compare notes on what's been going on between the two of them because that in itself will sell tickets right there. I'm pleased. I'm happy with it. Like I said, Kang could have been toned down some of his wackiness. Other than that, phenomenally good episode, fantastic series, well-pleased with it, and I can't wait for season two. I was pleasantly surprised that there was going to be a season two as well, so I'm hoping that the new showrunner does as good a job as the parting one has.
3: I really like this Disney Plus series. I had my doubts as far as like, all right, Loki, where can they go from here? The fact that they tied it into the multiverse and this is a platform in which they can expound on the MCU without being big production or having to go anywhere as well as get all these YouTube channels that are popping up talking about philosophy of of characters which is ironic because we've seen it all in the comics but Marvel still has the formula to keep us guessing especially after Black Widow's misstep. I'm very proud of the series and believe it or not we're about to be inundated by a lot of Marvel series. I think we have two more this year or three more we got what if she hulk and hawkeye all coming out this year along with three other marvel movies so i think things will be interesting so echoing with mike i'm not excited for shang chi myself excited about that movie eternals not so much either um but maybe they'll intertwine some of the characters that that we like maybe we might see young thanos or whatever but Overall, very good series. Can't wait for season two, although I don't know where, exactly where they're going to go or when it comes out. So when it comes out might be a big, important piece. I
2: know Keith gave it a nine. I would agree. I thought it was a really good series. Jonathan Majors, I think, did a good job as Kang. And from what I understand, this is a variant version of Kang. So we're not even right. needing, like, Kang the Conqueror yet. So I think it'll be interesting to see where he goes with the character when he's actually Kang. You yeah, know, I'd even be curious to see if the look changes as well to be more kind of like towards the comic. I thought it was really great. Um, yeah, well, I like
1: Jonathan Majors, too. He's a good actor, I thought. Yeah.
2: And Marvel, everything doesn't have to be a movie, right? Like we said, Black Widow should have been a Disney Plus series.
0: Yep. Yeah. They could have There's other properties redone. that
2: easily should just be a series. she Agreed. definitely. Hawkeye, definitely. Ms. Marvel, definitely. Like, <laughs> Hell, Captain Marvel
0: could be a series, to be honest with you.
1: That, that not actually,
2: everything
0: has to be a film. Actually, I think that would probably be the best situation for Captain Marvel. I mean,
1: yeah, that would save her character. Cause... Well,
0: I mean, Captain Marvel's now. But I think that for the fact that they hyped up Captain Marvel, I mean, I'm talking about Disney, the media hyped up Captain Marvel as being the ultimate, the MCU, and she really does not do anything for yeah, those no. two movies that she had to be in, aside from Grab the Gauntlet at some point. That's not what I would expect from Captain Marvel. But go ahead, Mike.
2: They can use the series to better develop and even carry things into the film. Put out a movie and risk it not doing as well. Because right now it seems like, to me, the only films that are going to do well with Marvel now, I mean, they'll make the money, but the only ones I think people are really going to gravitate towards already established characters that everybody's already invested in. So yeah, Spider-Man,
0: and, Thor. Yeah, because I would just say that the previous phase or phases for Marvel are probably more important than these next couple. I mean, Because again, we're talking about Blade. That was my Blade movie. And I guess they at least got a director now, which I don't think that's going to turn out too well. How is that going to tie into all this other stuff? I mean, right now you're just throwing out movies just to throw out movies for characters, but I mean, as you were saying, like, how does that tie into the multiverse and all this being cosmic? Blade generally is not a cosmic level character. Now I'm pretty sure there is a comic book where Blade probably goes off in space in a uh, Pontiac Fiero, but (laughs) I mean,
1: Blade's on the main Avengers team now. I don't know.
0: But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of difficult to see where this is, but yeah, I can understand that anything that was an already established phase character would even put Captain Marvel into that because, I mean, the Thanos arc is a little tough to beat.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think also the other problem is everybody already knows you got Fantastic Four coming and you got X-Men, mm-hmm. right? And so I think most people now are just like, could give a shit about anybody else. Yeah. You get to that. Yeah, like that's yeah. what we've been waiting to see. Finding you sitting back somewhere, oh well, you're not getting X-Men anytime soon. You might be fucking up because that's where you should go. I mean like X-Men by itself has enough of a storyline to where you can match the first phase, arguably, right? Because you end with Dark Phoenix and you do it properly, it's a hell of a saga, right? <laughs> but you're already like, yeah, you're not getting that anytime soon. You got Fantastic Four. We know Doctor Doom is coming. That's already been a rumor and it's kind of been confirmed. Last I heard, Michael Fassbender was up for it, so we know he's going to show up at some point.
0: I mean, why wouldn't he now just show up in like, the multiverse as...
2: What's the holdup? You might as well just get to it. Just run with it.
0: Can show up as Magneto again.
2: I'm going to be honest. I'm already banking on all of that to happen based on what they did with Spider-Man.
0: It seemed like everybody... The fact Alpha
2: him. Molina basically spilled the beans that he's in it when he wasn't supposed to, but, you know... Like I say it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. No, Tom Holland acts like nobody else is in it. He ain't seen nobody. Right, come on, bro. Like, we know you're known for spoiling them, but at this point, <laughs> you better all say, it, I plead the fifth because
0: everybody already knows. I mean, because the other stuff that they have Silver Server, Fantastic Four, X Men, if you complement that with Spider Man, I guess, whatever new Ant Man movie, and then Doctor Strange, and maybe. Wanda, I mean, that would be a pretty sufficient phase. If you have those movies and then complement that with the TV series, I mean, I think that would be pretty tough for even DC to try to figure out how to continue to destroy their own properties. Doesn't Suicide Squad come out next month or is it September? Well, I yeah, guess we'll find it's it. come out soon.
2: Now, from what I've read from some of the early reviews, one dude that I follow on Twitter, Brandon Davis. He apparently gets interviews with everybody and does write-ups and all that. He swears Suicide Squad well, is fucking amazing because James Gunn did it. And He said it's definitely easily one of DC's best projects. But again, I take all that with a grain of salt because it's DC, and I won't know until I see it. But he was the one that I read wrote that Snake Eyes was okay. He said it wasn't terrible, but he felt like it was okay. And his reviews tend to kind of be on par with being even-killed, so... The fact that he watched Suicide Squad and literally came out was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna lie, it's fucking amazing." I said James Gunn's directing, so I have high hopes for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm there's sure somebody competent. The first one, but.
0: Yeah. they got James Gunn at a discount. Marvel decided to <laughs> just be a little too woke, and then you fire the person, the revolt happens, where the whole cast is like, "No, we're not gonna do the movie." if James is not a part of it, then it's like, oh, well, maybe you we might want to rethink all that. I mean, I think that's what it is. It's like, if the cast was just like, yeah, yeah, screw James Gunn, but you can't replicate that chemistry with the people, regardless of how much you try. I mean, it worked, I guess, for the Russo brothers. I mean, you could have already had your Guardians of the Galaxy movie probably already out. I mean, again, that's another thing that, If you put that in that slate of after Doctor Strange, you got Wanda, you got X-Men, you got Fantastic Four, you got Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, that is a tough lineup, raking in the money until they decide to stop.